Hello, welcome to a special edition of Scoops, episode three. It's a Wednesday night, coming to you a day early because uh, football starting tomorrow. A glorious day. Also, have some news on the mask front we want to address. Just a forward-thinking organization, being out in front of the news. You know how we roll here, uh, Mr. Thomas, alongside Miss Post. Hello, Miss Post. How excited are you for football coming back? Uh. Probably not your same level of excitement, but uh, excited to feel like fall is finally approaching. Despite my love for football, I always make time for you, Miss Post. Don't worry about that. Well, thank you. It's a high honor. But us watching games together is ideal, yes. Yes. How's your day today, Miss Post? Uh, day was pretty good. Did you say yesterday? Today. Uh, it was pretty good today. And Wednesdays are pretty easy days for me and my job. So was just kind of chilling. Got some planning done for the next week ahead and some new projects. So I'm excited to see how those go and um, making lots of lists of things I need to do. Excellent, Ms. Post. Well, you're officially 21 days in, so congratulations. Thank you. Audience, Ms. Post is a lovely teacher. Very sweet, very gentle. It passes on the love of art to kids, so... Her students are very lucky. Oh, thank you, Mr. Thomas. You're welcome. Funny, uh, great day for me today. I have many or a few uh, coaches, kids in my room, so at our undisclosed location. So mm-hmm. they're excited for football as well. They like to troll me for my love of the Ohio State University, which is which is awesome. You know, I love good banter. Uh, cute moment today in school. A, a child asked me if she could be the flower girl in my apparently upcoming wedding. So that was exciting, Miss Post. So if we do make it, which, which blessings up that we do, we oh, have yeah, a flower so girl. So got to hold a competition. <laughs> well, we are a pageant. Hot cats. Hot cats. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're gonna do a lot of stuff today. A little football talk. A little word association to mix it up. Have some fun here. We got to get into the mass discussion though. So a new study came out today. Shout out to my boy Adam JV Corona Bro. Sent this thread to me during lunch. Wasted probably too much of my lunch reading about it, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, Miss Post, allegedly, masks work, allegedly. allegedly. Everything that's said is alleged. But I will say, this was the first large-scale large scale study done. Actually randomized a lot of things. It was, the, it was the closest thing you could get to a double-blind study that actually could show meaningful effects of masks. So I do appreciate that. I'm a man of my word. We follow the science here, truly. So I'm intrigued by this study. It might give us some more insights. So while I still will clown the use of masks and still think they're ineffective, and of course mandates are absurd, mandates in school are absurd, and you can call me an anti-masker, I wear that with pride. I will say, again, we go with the data, so it's evolving, intriguing study. Adam, of course, is the one that did send the study my way, as I've been asking for on Twitter for many moons. Still wait on the school study one, but... This, as of now, this study will suffice as at least something that could show a, a meaningful impact of masks on stopping the spread of COVID. Ms. Post, what are your initial reactions to what I told you earlier about the study that we, that we found out about today? Um, I guess it's a little surprising. I feel like there's just a lot of inconsistencies with whether masks are effective or not. And I feel like that's a big holdback for a lot of people. And... I think it's something that a lot of people hold some really personal beliefs about and don't want to budge on them. Um, you know, if you're an anti-masker, 
you kind of just want to stay there. You know, you don't want to switch sides or everyone's got a lot of pride about their beliefs right now. And I think that's holding us back from moving forward. Um, you know, if we do have studies that say masks work, then it's going to be hard for us to, you know, follow through or people will be doubtful. Well said. And of course, it goes both ways as well. We all know the virtue signalers. They're never going to admit that masks in schools aren't necessary, despite what we talked about in our first podcast with what's going on in Europe and the low risk of kids and the harmful effects for kids and no no change in transmission from schools that mandated it versus schools that didn't last year. So it goes both ways. And that's why we're trying to be out front here, address this as it comes out. See what my boy Adam has to say about it and things like that. Adam, for those that don't know at home, second, or excuse me, smartest guy I know, second best guy I know besides Nathaniel. Shout out to Big Red. But Adam, JV Corona bro, as I said, but reasonable, reasonable. So we go back and forth. He's not as, as salty about the mask as I am because he it doesn't affect his life too much at school and he's not a teacher like I am. So it's different, but much respect for you, Adam. All, all love here, obviously, and uh, safe travels on your trip this weekend. And uh, you're going down and pick them. But let's delve into it, Miss Post. Yeah, I think that's the thing. And and, and I'm not going to give this study too much credence. I'm not going to become a masker. We know that. But I think, honestly, it just reinforced what, what should have been done the whole time, which is that mask in very limited situations for small periods of time and, and, and in a very nuanced way can have a small impact. So the study basically showed Miss Post that there's about an 11% reduction in symptomatic infection between nothing and surgical masks, and about 9% between nothing and cloth masks. So not too much, significant, but not, you know, not a huge amount. Also distancing increased as well between the control group of, or excuse me, intervention group of mask and the control group of no mask. And that's natural, you know, it, it makes sense that masks might be used more of a social cue as actually being effective. Some people would say that's justification enough to wear them. I disagree because I think that's more of a cultural thing. And again, if you're going to tell me a cultural change, I need more evidence than, than what we've seen so far. But that makes sense. Uh, the interesting part to me was uh, 30, there's a 30% increase in those that wore masks once the experiment started and they encouraged masks, dropped off masks, things like that, versus the control group that didn't get any of that information. So the 30% increase led to about a 10% reduction in symptomatic infection. Interestingly, the percentage of the intervention group that wore them was about 43% after that 30% increase. Now, that's evidence to say that if 100% wore it, it'd be, what, you know, a 40-50% increase, something like that. But, first of all, that's not possible, as we know. But second, since last summer, surveys have shown that about 80% of adults in the U.S. wear masks consistently, which I believe is defined as either always or mostly when they're out. Now, is that accurate? No way to know, of course. People probably lie. Many of the virtue signalers probably lie. But surveys consistently shown that since last summer. So you're, let's, let's just say it's around that area. or whatever. Let's just say it is that area for purposes of the argument. You can't really go up too much from that. So how much of an impact can actually be made? We don't really know. Now, this study is helpful because they actually observe people wearing it both inside their home and in public, things like that at mosques, at markets, different things. Whereas here, you don't want to know how much they wear it when they're at home. Hopefully not that much because you're at home. Right. And how much they wear it when they go out with friends, if they actually do that. People say they don't, but obviously people have. Otherwise, how would COVID spread so much? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so unknown in terms of its actual effects, 
because of how many people actually wore masks or said they wore masks, things like that. Any thoughts on that, Miss Post? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. There's just a lot of variables with these things. It's hard for us to track exactly what's causing or what's benefiting these different circumstances. And it's, you can have a control group, but you can only have so much control over that group as far as what happens and what's being done in that study. It's important to note that the biggest impact was those under 50 in the mass transmission versus no mask. The biggest effect on symptomatic infection was between was amongst the elderly, which makes sense. They're most likely to, more likely to get sick. So we don't know, of course, if young people had it and just weren't spreading it. That wasn't studied. But we do know that the elderly, it, it had an effect on them whether they were masked or unmasked, which again, I think that makes sense. They're a vulnerable population. It's not asking too much to uh, prioritize them in treatment and, and restrictions. Even Florida did that. Again, Florida generally a, a very solid response to the pandemic considering all factors, including COVID, but economics and things like that. So nothing groundbreaking there. But going back to the, the nuanced version, I think the biggest issue with masks has been the mixed messaging. Not only, you know, at first, don't wear a mask, don't buy a cloth mask, they're not going to do anything. But just the fact that the idea that wearing a mask all the time you know, for all hours that you're out and or that a mask is going to is going to be the difference. I think that was just absurd. It is just absurd because you think about, OK, when you need a mask, probably in close quarters for, you know, between whatever, 10 and 30, however long minutes of conversation, poor ventilation or, you know, not as good ventilation, whatever it may be. If you're in a place longer than that, the masks aren't going to do anything. If you're in a place shorter than that, it's not going to do anything. And if, if you can't distance, it's also going to have minimal effects. So again, nuance matters. People act like if you pull down your mask to take a drink or if, if it falls down when you're talking or if you're 20 feet away and take it off that you're just, you know, you're just being a super spreader. That's just ridiculous. And the, the powers that be really treated us like we can't make those nuanced decisions and, and again, that also gives a false sense of security to think that because you have this mask on, you're like bulletproof. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, Ms. Post? Um, I was just thinking about what you said about, you know, the sweet spot of time. And I think that's what's really tough and probably what got us to this point is the fact that, like, yes, masks are probably most effective when we're in those close quarters with each other. And if I'm going around, you know, say the grocery store, I'm not going to be in close quarters with a lot of people the majority of the time. But then, the you know, the, what, 10 minutes, 5 minutes that I'm in line, then I probably am in close quarters with people. And so it's hard to say you can go without a mask uh, in the store, but then in line you have to. So it's those inconsistencies of our time indoors that make it tough for us to say you can go maskless or you have to wear a mask. And that's a great point. And in fact, places that were alleged super spreaders, gyms, restaurants, stores, schools, really have not been that much at all because of the distance and because of the ventilation. Let's be clear, ventilation is by far the most important mm -hmm. factor in terms of spreading COVID because of the aerosol transmission. COVID's in the air. Ventilation gets newer in there, things like that. So let's not mistake mask as a replacement for that. This study just looked at mask in terms of on their own, which is, again, we've been asking for that. So thank you. Adam sent us that study 
-hmm. We'll see what develops. Mm -hmm. But again, the larger point, most people who resist masks understand that they could have some effect in certain situations. But the idea that they're this, the, the thing that's going to prevent COVID A or B end the pandemic, that's just absurd. As we talked about earlier, Ms. Post, off air, masks were never intended to end the pandemic. A, it's not possible. And B, it just prolongs you being exposed to it. The whole point, two weeks to slow the spread, was mm-hmm. to, so hospitals were not overrun, mm-hmm. which I believe no hospital was overrun. And in fact, some hospitals, especially early spring 2020, really had to f- let nursing staff go. Shout out to Noah, Noah's friend who was a nurse. They, they fired some nurses in at an upstate New York hospital because they didn't have any patients because people weren't going in besides for COVID. So again, that's a reason where you flatten the curve, slow the spread, prolong people getting COVID mm-hmm. so the hospitals can function. Mm-hmm. Short of that, what's the point of masking? You're going to get COVID anyway. You're going to have to. If you get vaccinated, you get COVID. So the idea that masks are going to going to save the day and that, you know, masking is just this, this cure that was absurd from the start. Mm-hmm. And here we are 18 months later, still being asked to wear masks once we're vaccinated, yeah. once we're vaccinated. Yeah. What sense does that make? Yeah. And the, the flip flopping of saying you can now go out and wear, you can now go out maskless and now it's flipped back in our, uh, undisclosed location to, a mandate for where we're at and it's very confusing to me when one day you can have that freedom and the other day you don't it's like what has changed in 24 hours or literally minutes in between midnight and eleven fifty nine. exactly miss um, post like exactly I'm, like i know you have to set a time if you're going to do a mandate but it's just the fact that there's that weird weird space and time where you have those two so close together is just odd. It's like state lines to me. It's like, what's it? What does that do? <laughs> it's just a, it's a weird boundary. Excellent analogy, Miss Post, and that actually reminds us last year. I believe it's it was Bristol, Tennessee, and Bristol, Virginia. They're like on the same road, so one half is Virginia, one half is Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was open, Virginia was closed. What right. sense does that make? Right. They're on the same street. Right. They're on the same street. So last year, for example, after I got my hair cut in about three months, Bloomington was still shut down. Martinsville was not. So I drove up to Martinsville to get my hair cut. What sense does that make? Yeah. And you're exactly right. President Biden, at the end of in mid-May, when they surprisingly announced that you could unmask, we'll get into more on that in a minute. He said, mask or vaxxed, be vaccinated or wear a mask. Here we are. Vaccinated people now still need to wear it because they allegedly spread it. Quick note on that. A- it's still unknown whether they're as infectious with that high viral load as unvaccinated people. And B, even if they are as infectious, they're much less likely to get COVID. And the data from that Provincetown outbreak is very, very weak in terms of being a, an example of vaccinated people spreading COVID. There's no evidence yet how much they actually do spread or contribute to spread. For example, that town where the outbreak occurred, normally the population is 3,000. In the summer, it's 60,000. So, Tons of people gathered indoors. There, a weak case to base force masking on for vaccinated individuals, but we'll get into that in a different episode. Anyway, fast forward. So Biden said that pre-Delta, we know that. So July 9th, Fauci, Dr. Fauci, Lord Fauci, was asked 
does the, do the vaccines protect against Delta? He said, yes. He didn't say, we don't know, we're unknown. He said, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, what did the CDC say? Mask in schools. Uh, you need to mask up if you're vaccinated. And again, July 9th, July 9th, CDC, or maybe not, not July 9th, that was Fauci, but at some point around there, it might have been July 9th, we'll see in this post. Some point around there, though, the CDC said, Vaccinated staff can unmask in schools. 12 days later, July 21st, they say, no, all, all school staff should wear a mask no matter what. 12 days. 12 days. And mm-hmm. I could have my date slightly wrong, but it was no later than like July 28th. And it was no earlier than around that time Fauci spoke, July 9th. So less than three-week time frame, you went from vaccinated staff can unmask to everybody must mask. Quick note on that, the AAP, American Academy of Pediatrics, said everybody age two and up should wear a mask. Ironically, they took down this flyer that they had that said how important it is for young children, toddlers especially, and and early primary age students to see people's faces to form um, uh, social cues, body language, and, and have that security of seeing people's faces and things like that. They ironically, took that off their website once they gave those masking guidelines because it didn't fit with the narrative. Mm-hmm. Shocking, isn't that, Ms. Post? Yeah. It's censorship things that have been said that's very sketchy. Censor me Twitter. From the same source, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we'll get more on the inconsistency. We can do four or five episodes on that. But one thing I want to add, the strongest point I saw from the thread that Adam sent me, again, shout out to Adam, JV, Corona Bro, is the Lyman guy, great data scientist who, who Adam sent the thread of or from, the best point he made was that the reason masks were so ineffective in the 90s and pretty pretty much any point until 2020 is because the vaccines, they, they took so long to make the vaccines. So masks are not going to end the pandemic. Again, that's common sense, despite what people say. They're not going to end the pandemic. And so it doesn't make sense to mask for an indefinite amount of time. Whereas the way the vaccines are produced now, they're you can get them done in much faster time. So masking for a defined period of time makes sense because, again, you're slowing the spread. You, A, you must have other factors that go with it, like distancing, limit large gatherings, whatever. Okay, again, masks not on their own. But B, you have a chance to get immunity from vaccines within that by the time that time frame ends, which means, again, masks are temporary. So short of that, masks aren't going to do anything. And... I think most people would accept that mask until there's a vaccine makes sense. You're able to, you're able to actually slow the spread, get the vaccine, you're in the clear. Whereas we mask indefinitely, no end in sight. And really it didn't work anyway, as we talked about the first, first episode, if you look at data from different states, the, the, lot, the, the, the states with the strictest mask mandates did not have better success, if at all. Some cases worse than the states with looser mask restrictions. But anyway, masks were never intended to be an indefinite solution. Anything to add to that, Ms. Post? No, I don't. (laughs) One other thing I want to add on this before we get into our word association game is a great article I read back in, I believe, May or June, uh, op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, and basically talked about, again, like like you've been saying, the absurdity of acting like masks are this uh, cure for COVID. So the article says, when Dr. Fauci emailed his advice to a colleague about not wearing masks, 
The virus was not prevalent enough for precautions to be worthwhile. Do the math. Even at the height of the epidemic, if masks mainly stop spreaders from spreading, 300 million plus Americans were being asked to wear masks to protect against perhaps 1% who might be infectious at any given moment. All this assumes all infected people were out and about when the real risk would have been mostly from the 0.4% who were infected but asymptomatic. End quote. Universal mask compliance and the U.S. came fairly close by multiple models might have slowed transmission by a modest 30%. All added all up when we were calling on Americans school age and up to wear masks have a negligible impact on their own risk in most circumstances for a disease that's flu-like in 85% of cases. So basically this goes to show that the idea that everybody else wore a mask at the same time to stop the spread, save lives, is, 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 is just very much misleading and in some cases gives a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. So, delve into that. Miss Pose, anything to add on that? Uh, no, I don't actually. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. So, let's go now to word association. We're going to switch gears a bit here, talk some COVID, other stuff as well. Then we'll uh, get into our new talk about our undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. But, Miss Pose, just tell me the first word or words that come to mind when you hear these words, preferably adjectives if you can. Okay. First word, college football. Uh, TV. TV. Okay, interesting, interesting word choice. Next word, binging football. Uh, food. That's good for me, <laughs> viewers out there. Thank you. Uh, next one, masks. Um, ineffective. I was going to say the same thing. Or poisonous. So very oh. good. Thank you, Ms. Pose. That's awesome. That's your Ineffective. Good answer. Uh, let's see, Ms. Post. Men watching football. Uh, lazy. That's me, America. That's me. I, I wear that with pride. And another, next one, Corona Bros. Uh, Adam. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, she called you out for that, bro. I hope you're still listening at this point. <laughs> I was cold-blooded this post. I like that. I like that. Uh, I don't even know if I have anything else to say to that. That's really good. Thanks. Sorry, Adam. Shut it down. I only called you a JV one. That's tough, man. Uh, okay, well, thank you, Miss Bowl. I think after, after that, those shots are fired. We got to take a break, but... Or switch gears, I should say. But let's let's continue with this discussion. So, again, we've discussed how masks were relatively ineffective. The messaging was terrible, obviously. The idea that masks would end the pandemic is, is just absurd. The idea that they, they have a, a dramatic impact on curbing transmission is absurd. Um, and also, real quick, with the, with the mask, it's clear by now we, we should advertise N95 if we're going to advertise masks at all. Mm-hmm. Anything short of that is virtue signaling like we talked about episode one these masks aren't changed out they're they're dirty they're they're, the air goes backwards i mean it's just it's just ridiculous but but literally i remember during the height of the pandemic last year they were saying these masks work the n95s and then they told us the public don't buy them save them for the healthcare workers they need them in the hospitals so at that point we were shut down to the idea of wearing the most effective masks. But now we're told to wear masks, but we're so used to these other masks, we're just not 
we were conditioned not to wear those. So it's a weird feeling of, you know, protect yourself, but also you're only like partially protecting yourself. Well, and they never adjusted the narrative. You're exactly right. They've, they, they said to keep wearing the cloth mask for 18 months, even though there's no shortage of N95 mask anymore. And that's just so to show, and that's episode one, go back and watch it from uh, last week, last, last Wednesday, I believe August 25th. But that's how it's all virtue because there's no enforcement making an N95. There's no enforcement making you change it out. There's no enforcement making sure the clean mask every day. So, Mm There's no mm-hmm. doubt that the dirtier the mask, the less effective it is, if it's effective at all to begin with. So, again, Dr. Dr. Michael Alsterholm, Biden's, B- President Biden's COVID team, tra- transition team task force members said cloth masks are not very effective at slowing the spread. So, much to do about nothing at the very least. And I, I, I wanted to mention this as well. I kind of lost my train of thought, sadly, on this issue. But hopefully it'll come back to me. Um, but let's switch gears a bit. So people, I'll never forget this. I remember talking to Adam about this at the time it happened, but last year, the CDC director under Trump, Robert Redfield testified to Congress and said that a mask is more effective than a vaccine. That's what he said. He said, wearing this mask makes me, makes me feel more protected than a vaccine. And he said, makes me, but it wasn't like his feeling. He was mm-hmm. just saying like the, the, the strength of the mask is more protected than the vaccine. Now, obviously that's just complete nonsense. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know where that came from. That really could justify a lot of people not getting the vaccine, but I digress. Anyway, clearly that's not true, but I bring that up because there was a, a article from a Chicago doctor, I believe that I saw on Twitter the person that posted ironically got banned from Twitter because they misquoted the doctor, even though the source that she pulled it from misquoted the doctor, not her. But the doctor said, the quote initially said that the doctor said that masks are more effective than a vaccine. That was a wrong quote. She actually said masks are effective, vaccines are effective. But even that being said, it's absurd to act like a mask is as effective as a vaccine. Not only is that scientifically unsound in, in any sense of the word, but it also disincentivizes people to get the vaccine and gives them a false sense of security. Who in their right mind would think that wearing a mask protects you more than getting a vaccine developed by scientists for nine months straight and, and, and with an, a proven track record of, of reducing the seriousness of COVID? And I say that because that also hurts the case of those that say that you should mandate vaccines. You have to get it life-saving. And again, I agree with all those things besides the mandates, but I agree you should get it. They're effective at reducing serious illness and death, and they're the best method that we have. To say otherwise hurts your own case. Hurts your own case. Additionally, not only with that does it hurt your own case, but we're talking about the fact that there really should be no more debate about masks to begin with because masks are not even the the best option anymore at reducing the spread, nor were they ever the best to begin with. There was really ventilation and probably distancing and then masks. But you have the vaccines. That should be the number one focus. If you want to be protected, get the vaccine. And people say, oh, Mr. Thomas, what about kids? What about kids? They can't get it. Yes, that is true. Kids cannot get the vaccine yet. A, teachers can. And you know at a school who hasn't and who doesn't. 
and B, schools have been proven to be one of the safest places to be and that schools on their own are not spreaders. Schools mirror the community spread. Community spread is reflected by vaccines. So again, get vaccinated and thankfully kids are relatively unscathed from the virus and spread it a lot less. So if, if, if kids were affected, I would say masking schools might be more justifiable. Not that I think they work, but more justifiable. So with kids not being effective, affected and adults being only vaccinated, there's no sense even talking about masks anymore. Get the vaccine or live with the consequences. Period. Period. You can't make somebody take care of themselves if they don't want to. And that goes back to our point from episode two about taking care of yourself. The mask ain't going to do anything if you're out of shape and don't take care of your body. Is that right, Miss Bills? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's wrap this up here before we get to our football talk again. I've seen a lot of rumbling, chirp, chirp, chirping on the local parent messaging board on, on social media that we have in our undisclosed location. And they're beating their chest about the mask mandates in our district because cases around the community are rising so much. And just to reiterate my main point, vaccines are what slow the spread, not masks. I got some numbers here. As, as PTI co-host Tony Kornheiser says, let me go to the glasses. These are the vaccine numbers per our county. I'm just going to list the neighbor. I'm not going to name our county names and list our vaccines numbers per 100,000. We are at 58,584. Okay, county east of us, 54,143. Another county southwest, 44,514. Another county west, 44,027. County north, 47,001. And county south, 46,802. So we have the highest vaccine numbers per 100,000 in our surrounding area. Case numbers in the last week per 100,000. Ours is 220. The county with the second highest vaccine rate that I just listed is 298. Uh, Southwest County 476, West County 562, North County 537, and South County 949. So again, people will beat the drum for masks in schools, and mask is why the community spread is higher in the area and lower here. When again, it's it's all vaccines. It's all vaccines, or majority max vaccines. That's what makes the difference. There's only four counties in our state that are rated 1.5, which is uh, yellow. And of the other three, one has a slightly lower vaccine rate than ours. Two others strangely do not. Uh, not quite sure what's going on there. I don't know their mask policy there. But again, let's just want to point out that ma- vaccines are what's making the difference in the low community spread. Vaccine rates, I should say, not the mask. And if it is mask, then that just defeats the point, hurts the case for vaccines because they're not doing as much as, as we thought they were, which, again, I don't believe that because they are. The data shows that. There's some breakthroughs, but you have to live with breakthrough, breakthroughs. You have to live with people getting cold and things like that. In fact, the vaccine plus a breakthrough that's, that's minor is probably the best form of immunity that you have. So that really should not be news at all. All right, wrapping up here, thank you all for your time. Uh, I know it's a lot of Mr. Thomas talking, but I just want to get out in front of the news here with uh, – this new data coming out. Shout out to Adam, JV Corona Bro, or real Corona Bro, according to Kayla, the Corona Bro. Allegedly. But uh, 
Thank you all. Have a great weekend. Enjoy football. We're off the next five days for football. So we got Ohio State tomorrow night, Michigan State Northwestern Friday, all day Saturday, and then just one game Sunday night and Monday night. But we'll do other things in between then. But the next three days are football heavy. So God's blessings on that. Enjoy that. And uh, go Bucks. Mm-hmm. Anything to add in this post? Uh, enjoy your Labor Day and your Labor Day weekend. Uh, thank you all. Tune in next week. NFL preview. See who Mr. T has in the Super Bowl. And then this post will give us a prediction as well. All right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Stat of the day. Did I have one? I think I did. But I'm not quite sure. If I, I feel like I forgot the stat of the day. Um, I let's I This one off the cuff. This is just a one-off stat from last spring, spring 2020, but when they were encouraging people to stay home or quarantine, whatever, there was just one day, I'm not quite sure how they measured this, but there was one day in New York where like two-thirds of new cases were from people who said they were quarantined for the last three days or something like that. Basically, they 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 were at home, but were still getting COVID. So, you know, we talked about lockdowns a bit, and we know that's a horrible strategy. But anyway, that's stat of the day because I forget the other one I was going to say off the cuff, but enjoy. And uh, I think that's all we have for you today. So Mm -hmm. thank you all very much. And Ms. Post, see you later. Yes.